it's already going. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Strike Podcast. Uh, I'm hosting this one. I'm Tony, if you probably recall. <laughs> and with me tonight are our friend Craig. Hello there, my friend. And our mock me mate, Paul. Buongiorno. <laughs> right, so guys, we're up to episode nine now. Also known as Shark in the Bathtub, Monster in the Bed. Oh, yeah, baby. The writing team, they must have spent ages just doing the titles for this season. Uh, so basically the upshot of this episode, we saw that big cliffhanger at the end of the previous one where um, Angry Mum kicked in. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but after one of his guys was killed, of course, at the end of the episode. Chen tries to kill Elsa. Uh, but, of course, in shooting at her across from the street, he only manages to hit Jessica, which then sets off that big rage that we saw. Uh, Elsa then races to find and kill Chen, but Jessica's able to get to him first and, and put him down, knock him out, and convinces her mum to find a solution other than offing him. Uh, so she's finding some reason for a change. Uh, at the same time, Ryback is released from prison, and seeks out Hogarth to sort of attempt to um, to heal her like she requested, but can't promise it'll work. I uh, wonder why that might be. <laughs> uh, also, in the same episode, we see that Trish is really feeling the effects of the IGH drug now. Um, basically loses it on screen network style. On screen, I should mean, on, on radio, on air. Um, shouts her mouth off about the superficial, superficiality of her show and walks out the door. Uh, gets herself a job offer on telly, but realises she's run out of her drug. Uh, and Aracho's relationship with Jessica has become a little bit more respectable, a little quieter, probably a bit more romantic. Basically comes to Jessica when his ex-wife turns up again and kidnaps her son. Either. I really didn't care for her in that episode. <laughs> uh, so Jessica and Elsa race to save Vito, um, using their abilities for good and actually... A bit like that episode in season one where we see Jessica trying to get him to use his abilities for good. It's the same thing again this time around. It was an interesting sort of match, I thought that. Uh, then we see Elsa sees the potential of, of a life of Jessica doing good, um, but still wants to protect her by killing Cheng and running away. Jessica frees Cheng, and when Elsa gives chase, she's confronted by the police and surrenders to them. Uh, I thought there was a lot going on in this episode, actually. Yeah, there, there was definitely a change in, in tone in mm, in this yeah, episode definitely, with, definitely. with her becoming, kind of realising what she could have. Yeah. If she stays with Jessica and, and continues acting like Jessica. Yeah. And like I was saying, there are parallels with the Purple Man in season one. Yeah. Probably around the same time in the series as well. Yeah. Where she convinces him that he's got this great power that he could use for good. Yeah. And even he doesn't really get a handle on it at that same time. Yeah. No, I agree that, that there's certainly parallels. And I think I think that's what they have to do. You have to have those kind of parallels as well. Mm. Um, mm. Just and, and it's something we'll talk about shortly. And I think that's that's kind of possibly the reason why it's what's coming up in a in a future episode, just to give you a, a little reminder. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. 
Uh, I also I like the um, the whole relationship kind of changing as well between Jessica and and the the landlord as well. Mm. I think that that works really nicely. A, a kind of about face turn. Um, yeah, because he came up as a bit of a tool at the yeah. start of the series. Well, yeah, but does it all seem love now? Mm. She can see. We, we've seen it, a heartbreak from the, the death of her first boyfriend. And so that sets you up. So now she's starting to let him in. And she'll do anything for him now, which she ultimately does with the bus. Because she outs all her pa- People know about her anyway. These aren't secret superheroes. These are superheroes that walk the streets in plain sight of people. Um, yeah. But she stops the bus in front of everybody. People are watching. It's like Spider-Man, the, the movie, where uh, Spider-Man 2, where he takes his mask off. Mm. She hasn't got a mask to hide behind, but she still does it anyway. She knows she's going to be ridiculed and mocked and everything like that, but what she does is a good thing. So, with her mum, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, she hasn't got a mask, but she does. She sets up this psychological shield, doesn't she? With anybody not letting herself get really too close to them. Yeah. Yeah. Until I, he came along. Yeah, and and I think that's kind of we see that parallel with Alicia and, and Malice as well. Mm. Um, she didn't really let anybody in other than him. Yeah. Um, so there's there's another parallel there between Jessica and and the mum. Yeah. Yeah, you can see who they're trying to go with with this season, can't you? They're looking at those parallels yeah. of of the mother and the daughter. Um and also, to some extent, the, the sins of the of the mother as well. Yeah. Uh, coming home to roost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I quite I really like this episode. Actually, I think after the where I thought the previous one was a bit of a filler, I thought that this ramped things up a le- again. Yeah, and I th- and I think this this kind of continues throughout the rest of the season. At this point, mm. I yeah. don't think it really I... drops its pace at this point. Yeah. And I know a lot of people moaned about Trish's story through this, but I thought that was a big turning point in the story for her, actually. Yeah. When she quits that show. And then you just see how far she started to plummet. Yeah. And, yeah, and sets she, up she, the third season as well. Hmm. She's extremely fragile once, you know, all her layers are laid bare and she's, she's back to just being uh, an addict. And she's fell off the wagon. She's got nowhere to get the jugs from. She's come down, and it's it's hard to watch as well. Really, I thought. Yeah. 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 So, what do we think scores on the doors, folks, for this one? Um, I'd probably give it a ninety-five. Oh, I'd probably only go mm, maybe eighty-five. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to say 90. Interesting. Back, back to form. Back getting the pulse racing. Mm. Um, leaving you wanting more. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's another one done. So yeah. on that note, we'll say goodbye and we'll be back again for episode 10. Good night. Yeah. Night.
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.